There we go. Looks like I'm going to have to cut out a lot of audio. So uh, it turns out my uh, thing wasn't on. So my apologies for that. I get to start again. But that's okay. Um, you'll, as I was saying before, I had to make sure my microphone was on. <laughs> um, there's a survey that was set up. Two questions. One's a yes or no question. And the other is explain, you know, the reasoning behind it, like expand upon it. So very simple, no personal information required. Anybody can participate, et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth. And I'll get into that in a moment. Um, it's in light of something that happened on Sunday. But since we are the next report where we are Unix and overlooked pop culture, you know, trying to organize the podcast a little bit to a point at least when I'm doing it, to where cover one section, even it's if it's like only briefly, if that's not necessarily the focus of the episode, or and then jump to the other topic and so on and so forth. So we're going to get into it. Um, Distro Watch had some interesting um, news to share. Um, they they reviewed um, some products, and I'm going to have to open my browser a little bit, so I'm going to dual monitor setup and all that. So hang tight. Uh, so one of the things that they looked at was endless OS and and from what I looked at it what I looked at anyway uh, they they put a custom desktop and they kind of watered it down in theory to where everybody could use it but it kind of reminds me of um, Lindos or Linspire where they set it up to limit what you can do through the command line and everything else. And if you want additional functionality, you you have to pay for it. Um, we'll see if it's successful. Um, but but the re review of that is in that issue of DistroWatch. And they also talk about their experiences with with rolling releases, trials, and a rolling release, and that's what Windows 10 turned into, by the way. A rolling release is when um, you don't, you know, you don't offer like major, major upgrades, right? Like, don't use this anymore. Install from this instead. Um, instead. And you keep updating, you automatically basically update to a new version. Um, that's what a rolling release is. It keeps rolling. It doesn't stop at a certain point and say, this is the end of life of this product. 
and that's what again that's what windows 10 kind of has turned into they said it's going to be the last version of windows so basically the idea is to keep updating it as time goes on um so you know lots of interesting news um Lots of releases of different OSs, including React OS. They they had another uh, release. React OS is um, an attempt to create a binary compatible operating system with Microsoft Windows. Um, if they keep progressing, because it took them years to get to this point, they're still technically in alpha. But they've increased functionality and everything else, and soon hopefully more hardware will be supported. The idea is to create something to where drivers for like specific hardware can actually be installed and ran on there, which could actually, you know, have, you know, it's a good opportunity for some aftermarket support for specific in-house proprietary stuff that companies may use, but can't quite move away from that sort of thing. Um, so anyway, um, one of the things that I look forward to, even though I don't always get there on Monday because of my current work schedule, last episode I talked about the fact that I'm at some point going to be changing you know, careers, so to speak, and it's going to be different being able to have you know most Saturdays off, guaranteed all Sundays off, as well as federal holidays, so that opens up the door for more. Uh, time spent on that. So uh, here is uh, where um, where things going to kind of converge on that one. Um, as as you all know, I do have a Pi three, and with that Pi three, um, I am I don't have it set up right now, um, but it's kind of off at the moment. Um, well, I just knocked something over. Oh, well, but I'm going to unplug this cable from it for a moment because I want I want to be able to show all of you on YouTube what it looks like. Of course, I have to unplug everything from it. <laughs> but uh, come on. Yeah, there we go. No podcast is complete without full-on grunting, right? Am I right? All right, there we are. Set right here, Pi 3. Um, I'm going to have to invest in more SD cards for it, unfortunately, because I'll, I'll want to have more and more operating systems to try. Um, one of them may very well be SUSE Linux Enterprise. Um because they beat everybody to 64-bit support for the Pi 3, because the ARM processor is 64-bit, but a lot of the systems that are available, OSs that are available, still run only at 32-bit. So 64-bit, it'll be interesting, to say the least. And one of my plans is to eventually kind of adopt it as more of a, you know, kind of somewhat of a simple, quick desktop-like thing 
to where I can look at it really quick while waking up and getting ready to, you know, get stuff done for the day, that sort of thing, or night, still currently night shift person. So, and like I said, that's going to be changing, hopefully before the end of this year, but we'll see. So, um, hackerboard.com, they have, you know, full story on that one. They speculated it, and then it was confirmed. Um, Susa beat everybody to it. So, and there is apparently, you know, one year free subscription. And then there's people don't know if we'll, they'll be paying for um, additional stuff after that, but uh, we'll see. So I'm looking forward to firing this thing up again and having a blast with it. That's uh, kind of excited me quite a bit. Anyway, um, that's, you know, the Unix bit that I kind of wanted to explore a little bit. But anywho, um, on to the main, you know, topic uh, for this episode. I, you know, I uh, lost a little bit of sleep Sunday because I woke up early. I wanted to watch uh, WWE Survivor Series on the WWE Network, and I did. Um good portion of it and during the big time uh survivor series you know matchup where it was you know raw versus smackdown live because of where i work i have to make sure i'm showered and ready for work because i work at night so i figured okay if i want to kind of see what's going to happen with brock lesnar and bill goldberg I better get a shower and be ready and be done with it and, and you know, ready for work. Maybe watch a good portion of it before having to go. You know, the promo plays of of the two, con- you know, about to confront each other. You know, the lead, you know, the build up to it. You know, it's going to be this epic fight. Goldberg hasn't been in a ring for 12 years. Uh, that, that sort of thing. It was pretty exciting, um, to be honest. And one of the things that, you know, I you know, remember growing up was Goldberg and WCW. That big winning streak where he eventually beat Hollywood Hulk Hogan in his hometown of Atlanta, Georgia. It it was symbolic. Others argued that it should have been done during a pay-per-view event, but he still remained a phenomenon regardless. And it worked uh, extremely well. Smashed through people, smashed through everybody. And all, you know, when he just, went through Hugh Morris and just powered right through him. You, you know, you expected him to be one of those job guys who just happened to be a little bit bigger than normal. And it turned out, no, he wasn't. He was just this man of mystery. Even back then, I kept wondering who's going to be the person that beats him. And I do agree with the perspective that it should not have been Kevin Nash, at least not in the way that was done. It should have been somebody like Sting. 
who proved to the world he still has it and that that experience can trump somebody who is inexperienced as all as you know all let out but seemingly invincible anyway so I, I'm sitting there with my girlfriend watching watching this going you know you know expecting you know hands to fly and you know maybe lasting five ten minutes ten minutes at least and then the unthinkable happens Lesnar takes him to the corner and Goldberg apparently unfazed is just looking him in the eyes and it kind of momentarily causes Lesnar to hesitate. He's shoved to the ground. He's agged on to get up. And then Lesnar, in getting up, turns his back to Goldberg. And at that point, the first spear hits. People are shocked. They're excited. They saw this massive Goliath of a man just dropped in an instant. And Goldberg goes back to the corner he was shoved into, waits for him to struggle back to his feet. Heyman, off to the side, paralyzed in fear, followed up, wouldn't you know it, by a second spear. And then Lesnar, the look that says, I can't breathe as he struggles to his feet and thinking maybe, you know, thinking, okay, he's, he's got some good shots coming out. You know, Lesnar's going to eventually start building up, making his comeback. And then the unthinkable happens again. Goldberg grabs him, drags him to the center of the ring, picks him up. And finishes him off with a jackhammer. The match lasted less than 90 seconds. That was the main event for Survivor Series. And the crowd loved it. <laughs> oh my goodness. The crowd, I could tell, loved it. When I went back and watched, I kept laughing to myself because I thought it was hilarious. And of course, there are some people from the quote-unquote internet wrestling community, there's a reason they're mocked, complaining that it was a waste, blah, 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 blah. I paid money for this, thinking it should have gone on for longer. But behind the scenes, it turns out that Lesnar was the one that pushed or, you know, you know encouraged McMahon to give final okay on the direction of that match saying, look, you know, money is being made off of Goldberg's return. Why not maximize this by having him go over as best as possible? Shock the world. And then what, you know, it Goldberg is going to the Royal rumble next year which is going to be interesting. And uh, Forbes actually has an interesting article regarding the booking decisions regarding Goldberg, noting that it could go 
multiple ways. You could either have Lesnar interfere again. History repeats itself. That's a possibility. Because um, there are some people like me who think it's it may build up to a WrestleMania appearance, which would be interesting. Because on Raw, he was asked, do you have one more enough for one more title run? And that would be interesting. And it's, a, it's an effective way of building up the Universal Championship. Whether he gets it or not, people are going to wonder who's going to go for it, who's going to get it next, and more eyes are going to be on the product. Now, granted, as of recording, stock is still staying kind of steady around the $18 range per share. So there's no telling what's going to happen, to be honest. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But the multiple directions mentioned, you know, could be a good way of getting Samoa Joe over after he drops the NXT championship. He, you know, battles Goldberg at WrestleMania and, and he triumphs against Goldberg. Um, you could have Goldberg actually win the Royal Rumble and then go on to ace whoever's the universal champion. It could be, it could actually lead to a program between Kevin Owens and Brock Lesnar. And then they duke it out and duke it out. It could go multiple ways. Um, one possibility that I'm thinking is instead of going for the Universal Championship, Goldberg goes for the WWE World Championship because he's never held that belt. Well, in its current incarnation, um, he held the big gold belt, but he didn't hold the one with the company logo on it. So either way, this could be interesting. You could have a title unification match, title versus title. This thing could go multiple ways. No matter what, I think it's going to equal money. And, of course, you're starting to see more chances being taken because you kind of have to. Um, I think more interest is being generated now. Um, Enzo Amore showing up. Of course, they, they do the necessary censorship so that you know they don't get in trouble with a lot of people. Of Enzo Amore being naked in front of Rusev's wife, which that's going to be an interesting dynamic. And that could prove to be interesting. So we'll see what happens um, regarding all of that. Um, and, and in the future, I could see a dynamic with Miz and his spouse, with Rusev and his spouse and storylines at the same time intertwining. So lots of interesting possibilities are coming up. And that's why I put together a brief survey. It's two questions. Um, do you believe that WWE is going in a good direction at the moment. Um, this is, in, of course, in light of what happened at Survivor Series. 
and regardless of answer, expand upon it. Um, that means that you know you can share literally any concerns that you have, any concerns, and that's the cool part. Um, that way, you know, we have an idea of what happens, you know, and with mindset of a lot of people, and you know, and I'll be upfront. Personally, I think this is nothing but a good thing. You had this used as a way to draw people into the product because they're going to be like, I want to know what to hap- what's happening. In the meantime, there's everybody else. They're, they have the spotlight on them too, you know, and it builds the audience going, hey, you know, I wanted to see what happened with the main event, but these people are interesting too. And for goodness sakes, uh, what they need to eventually do is make the major championships main event matches, period, end of story. If the championships did be defended, that should go on last. Unless it's something super-duper special at a Survivor Series, things like that. But but I, I kind of like the direction right now. Um, you know, there, there are rumors of WWE considering streaming content from other companies as well. And that would be interesting too. So I like their direction at the moment. It's interesting. It's short, sort of pushing the boundaries without just stomping all over the line. But it's it's adding a fresh, fresh look at stuff without necessarily crossing lines all at once because the more you desensitize people to something, the harder it is to sell something to them in that fashion. Um, having something that kind of comes and creeps in every now and then, bam, the whole, I'm going to be the champion and have multiple people say it, building up the importance of a title. Uh, that, that is important. That, that, that creates the whole drama drama in that story to where you could have somebody who, you know, people thought, you know, maybe they don't have it anymore. It's been too long only to come out and say, yeah, I do have it. Goldberg and Seth Rollins teasing a feud, teasing a feud. That would be an interesting aspect. And that would be pretty cool. If it's going to be Goldberg, Lesnar at WrestleMania next year, at least, I'm hoping that at least a championship title is involved because that would be pretty cool. That would draw, my opinion, for several reasons. If Goldberg has the title, Lesnar can you know, break his losing streak against Goldberg and have a championship reign as icing on the cake. If it's Lesnar, Goldberg can prove that, yeah, he still has it, and doesn't matter what Lesnar does, Goldberg doesn't care, he's ready for him. And the title would be icing on the cake. What happens after... And, you know... 
fantasy booking in my mind would possibly involve Goldberg retaining earning and or retaining championship after WrestleMania, John Cena re-enters the picture. You have another dream match. And if Cena wins, Cena can tie Ric Flair's world record for world championship reigns, right? Or Goldberg could be the guy that denies Cena that opportunity for the moment. History is made. A dream match of sorts happens. And either way, people are interested in the product again. And that with Goldberg eventually going into the sunset. Because at some point, people, people will probably be like, eh, we've kind of had enough of this. They haven't had enough of Goldberg just yet. They want a little more. So why not give them a little more? And and it pulls enough eyes on the product where the other people do the best they can to steal the show and draw more eyes onto the product. So I like the prospects of this. Um, I don't know what everybody else thinks, um, but I kind of kind of like that. So anyway, uh, feel free to share that survey with uh, other people. You don't have to put in an email address, yes or no question. Uh, do you believe that company's going in good direction? And the second one basically saying expand on that. You know, that gives you an opportunity to share any concerns that you have. Um, just don't try writing a novel because I'm pretty sure there's some limits on what Google Forms allows because um, basically all the answers get thrown into a giant spreadsheet and go from there and everything else. So that's where we can go from there. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, one of the cool things is what's happening in the wrestling world. And in light of, you know, all the shock and awe with results of the election, it's kind of nice to have, you know, the good guy come out winning definitively and saying, you know what, for once, that stuff can absolutely happen. And that does my heart good. And it makes me excited. And I really like it and enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to it. And I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to it, too. Now, uh, to close out the episode, because, you know, doing it kind of sort of briefly, um, what I want to talk to everybody about is possible directions of the podcast. Because it's been either me, Sh Shaggy, and myself just me and once in a while Curtis or Stephen Kelly comes on and it's been few and far between with schedule kind of normalizing a little bit and with things on YouTube getting a little easier to operate. Um, I used to have to go through a mishmash of links and URLs just to do a hangouts on air session to where it's recorded, popped on a YouTube and it's, you know, it's there. 
Um, what I'm thinking of doing now that it's kind of integrated into YouTube a little bit better now. And no, I, I don't care about custom encoding options. Um, what is there is fine as is. Uh, but the opportunity of other people to do episodes of their own where they talk about things they want to talk about and that sort of thing to where, you know, I'm not on all the time to where, you know, somebody's like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I have an opportunity to interview this person who is a major force in British science fiction. Um, or I get to talk to this person in the tech industry, you know, those sorts of things. Um, because of the integration of Hangouts on Air into YouTube as, you know, live streaming event, um, this opens up a world of possibilities. So part of what I may be doing, um, you know, and Shaggy's kind of gotten the ball rolling on it to see what days are best and which days were available and what have you. We can go from there and see what's going to go on. Um, the one thing that I want to say is there are days where I may not necessarily want to do a podcast, leave it to somebody else and let them have a show of their own. And that would open the world up to more voices and that sort of thing, more topics. I'm wanting to slowly but surely get back into writing more for the website too, and get more content published there. Um, again, and I'm going to keep advertising it until I'm blue in the face. Um, uh, what Edward Snowden did was controversial for many reasons. But the one good thing that came out of it is people actually cared about encrypting their websites a little bit more to where you're not as likely to have information stolen by those with less than honorable intentions. Um, because my hosting is actually pretty awesome, I was able to utilize an SSL certificate. So when you go to the nextreport.com, you're going to notice that the connection is secured. Um, there's like only one page where, where it may warn you that there's something on there that may just change the site's appearance, but everything else is secured. Um, and that's mainly the main index page, but you know that's WordPress for you, um, which is used for the website. But... Um, it's an opportunity to um, show people, yes, we care about your privacy. You have other so-called alternative media venues that have talked about government spying, that have talked about you know, Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment violations, and have talked about, you know, at times, let's create an alternative to Facebook and everything else. And the one thing that always annoyed me is, Okay, you talk about these things, you know, and you require usernames and passwords in order to contribute, right? Why are you not offering SSL encryption? 
And for the record, yes, I am the person. I am the person who basically said John McAfee, when he first was going to try to run for president, you're asking for volunteers, yet the connection to the site itself is not encrypted. You're asking people to submit personal information, and it's not encrypted. It's sent plain text. Why are you doing that? And then SSL encryption was implemented at, shortly after that. Um, yeah, I'm the one that did that. I'm the one that pointed that out. And and I'd been contemplating doing the same thing for a long time. At the time, purchasing one was a separate expense, but then more changes were adding, added to the hosting package, and, a, and an SSL certificate was included. So I utilized it. And that excites me um, to, to no end. I, it just, it makes me happy. So anyway, that's kind of the direction I'm thinking about heading because you have more and more opportunities to kind of uh, do this sort of thing. And with multiple people on board with multiple perspectives that's you know where we're headed in the future because yeah I, i've seen websites that used to come off as more underground saying we're the mainstream now unfortunately they kind of are and that's not a good thing not in the sense of you know whether they promote racist views and what have you, but because it's watered down now, it's, it's the whole feeling of you sold out and the other person saying I'm buying in. It's that aspect that's equally as disturbing as anything else. And, you know, that's why I have renewed purpose because a lot of people come in and say, this person is this, this person is that. I'm like, no, if you're going to counter them, you need to fully understand what they're saying. Yeah, it's true. It takes more than facts anymore to bolster your argument. You still have to have the fat, full facts and don't get your facts wrong. Otherwise, somebody else is going to come along with more charisma, more personality, who can easily sway an audience away from you. Um, so that's why I argue, have the facts first. Yes, work on your delivery, your marketing, your, your charisma, but have the facts first and foremost. Because without them, you don't have solid ground for, for convincing people to, you know, consider a point of view. Um, so that's uh, kind of where I, kind of, the moral of the story for the day of sorts. But with that said, I'm going to go ahead and end this uh, session. Had zero view viewers live, but that's okay. Um, 
this is done and over with and out of the way because Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Um, you have all kinds of stuff going on. Um, you're going to notice more and more of that stuff's going online now, which in this case is a good thing because you don't have to deal with big as big crowds and people shoving each other. And and it, it got less chaotic. Um, actually, I'll go ahead and share a story um, with all of you. Um, at night, when I came in on Thanksgiving night one year to my current retail job, I was stuck on a cash register for approximately three hours straight. Back-to-back -back customers. And I'll admit, man, it was exciting. Now, some of the attitudes from customers may not have always been ideal, but there was that sense of excitement. And, and I was stuck on there for three hours straight. You know, I, I think I took my first 15-minute break after my lunch break, they were close together. It was it was insane. It was, I think, either go to break than lunch or the other way around. I'm not sure which. I think I chose to go to my first 15 after that. I don't remember, quite remember. They were close together because of that. And that was pretty exciting. And we had food um, in the back, for everybody now it's now it's by the time we get in the excitement's going to be over because people came they got the deals that were there and they went and and they went it, there's it's it shifted online and that's kind of eased the burden of a lot of people so at some point it's going to go the other way and then we'll balance back out by, Hey, let's get people back into the store a little bit, you know, and that sort of thing. So all in all, I think it's a good thing. It's certainly a lot less headaches <laughs> than, uh, than, you know, what we were used to anyway, um, entertain yourself, educate yourself, empower yourself. I want you all to have a good Thanksgiving. Um, and, and yeah, it's okay to have a good Thanksgiving. Um, let's keep the ones protesting the pipeline up north in mind. Um, and, and calling for, you know, backing off, um, of recklessly building a pipeline that may have environmental impact should something go wrong. Um, this is the unintended consequence, folks, of trying to shut down the coal industry, of, of trying to go, let's go this way. Because there's always unintended consequences, and now we're dealing with something like that, where Native Americans are blatantly disrespected, where water hoses are basically weaponized against those peacefully demonstrating. Um, it disturbs me greatly. And, and I hope that finally P 
people back off and realize, hey, you're endangering drinking water for a lot of people. Please stop being inconsiderate. Um, I'm pro-capitalist. Um, actual capitalism, not crony capitalism, real free market capitalism. But that doesn't mean you toss your morals aside. So um, my thoughts and prayers are with them. I hope beyond hope that things turn out for the best um, while being thankful for what I have in life. And with that, we'll talk at you later. Thank you very much. You all have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you.